I'm sorry. I just love numbers. I love a yeah. plus minus. <laughs> Welcome to Spinsters, the podcast that doesn't care how much you know about basketball. They love you as a person. I'm Katie Nolan, and that's Haley O'Shaughnessy. That was really good. Thanks. That was really good. Co-star, your day at a glance. If you're compelled to play games that don't feel fun, you're probably with the wrong person. Okay. Well, I'm not with anybody. What are you? What's so your sign? Who? What are you? Scorpio. What, isn't that Scorpio. a scary? Isn't that aren't I'm, Yeah, it's one of those. Are ones. you scary? Sick. Uh, Harry. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I would say I have potential to be scary. Yeah. Perhaps. A little yeah. Bit. You're oh, you're a bad girl for sure. If you're on a reality <laughs> show, it's Bad Girls Club. I got that from you right away. Right away. I just don't I don't know what mine is. But I can tell yours is Bad Girls Club. You don't know your sign? No, I know what my sign is. I'm a, I'm a lady. I think we all have to know. I'm an Aquarius. Yeah. But oh, I don't know oh, like yeah, my rising up. and my floating or whatever the fuck the rest of that stuff is. You guys turn that into calculus and I bail. Do you I like, know? I don't know any of this. Do you like know the information to, to find I don't think those? so. I don't. I think I was born in the morning, but I don't know the exact time. I think it was 930, but that's a guess. Do me a favor before we start and just text your mom. Okay. See what happens. I'll plug it in for you. <laughs> I can't believe I'm in real time being. I actually I can't believe this because when I get this happens at parties, this happens at bars, and you know what? People want to know. I'm not forcing this on people. No, you're not forcing this on me at all. It, actually, you could probably be the only person who could make this interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I need somebody who isn't boring to tell me about it. Because everybody who wants to tell me about like stars and my sign is a boring person that I'm usually like, cool, you're really into this because you don't have any other interests, and that's really cool. But I'm, uh, but you're interesting, and so make this. Makes sense to me. Is it real? It makes logical sense to me that like as much as a year is a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like the moon and where you are in relation to where the moon was to the planet. It makes sense, Mm -hmm. kind of. Mm -hmm. Do you remember what time I was born? That's what I'm asking my mother. Yeah, and then I was a C-section, so she's probably like, I scheduled you for nine thirty. In the morning. Which is interesting because it's like, was that your time to come out into the world? I don't know. Damn, you know? don't fuck my whole life up. <laughs> I'm just saying like for your don't rising sign. fuck sign, my like... whole life up. Oh, I'm just wow. kidding. It really only matters. No, that, that's the piece I've been missing. God, maybe C-section kids are just. I'm going to tell you something right now. I maybe, was is this C-section. why I'm late? Is this why I'm, no, that wouldn't make sense. It would be why I'm early, you fucking idiot. What did you just say? I'm a C-section baby as well. Yes. Yes. So. Something there. It's just like lefties, which There's I'm also a conversation a we would continue to have here that if there weren't a boy in the room. But there is, and so we're, we'll stop it there. Harry's cool, but yeah, let's do the let's No, do I don't want to. It would almost freak me out to have you oh, sit yeah. there and look at me while I ask her. <sighs> okay, are you doing quick time? Yeah, I'm doing. I've been doing it. So if you've been yeah. recording this, we can use any of this. Everything that's off the podcast is on the. Let's talk I about think, vaginas. I don't care. I I genuinely think that. Uh, didn't we open when I came on your podcast with me burping? Uh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So fair yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. Um, you gonna do that well, this podcast too? Are you gonna burp a lot? No, I took a lot of um okay, so. antiacid. Yeah, last night because I made enchiladas. So. I feel really bad for anybody that's got stomach acid issues. Yeah. I feel like I'm borderline having stomach acid issues, and but I live with somebody who does, and it's just, you guys are constantly taking stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's true. It's crazy. It's Anytime like, oh, I you can't enjoy eat. the rest. Or he'll be having, he'll just all night be like, I'm like, are you even enjoying yourself? That yeah. seems like a real struggle you've got. It's like a yeah. fight is happening. You guys got a battle going on in the center of you. It's Crazy. a civil war. Yes. <laughs> Inside. Yes. Yeah. Most people are doing like mental civil wars. It's all in That's my me. That's me. I'm all in my <laughs> head with it's a as Mike Tyson once said, it's a bad neighborhood up here and you're all alone. Is that what he said? I think so. You know what? Dan, as Dan once said, Mike Tyson said. So Dan quoted Mike Tyson oh. to me. I'm really technically okay. quoting Dan. So That feels like one of the things on the internet where it's like 
some like some very profound yes. thing that's like a pretty common thing Mark to Twain say. Mark Twain has been attributed then, <laughs> many quotes that I do not believe belong so to like him. Like Mark Twain, yeah, yeah. or like Marilyn Monroe. Like yes, it's always it's someone like, who's really? like, "Wow, she was very, very eloquent." That is a lovely and deeply insightful for a woman who didn't live a very long life. It's yeah, it's always like someone who you're just like, I don't really think they actually said that. Yeah. Yeah. But you always know when it's Yogi Berra. You never need anybody to tell you. You're like, I know who said that. That's the actual quote. Yeah, sense. I actually feel yeah. that way about a couple of people, and a lot of them are in sports. Oh, yeah. you know who's someone else that's always attributed to stuff that I don't think she actually who? said, but I do like her is like Betty White. Huh. Yeah. Just because she's had the time doesn't mean she actually I mean, said it. She has had the time. Why is somebody yeah. from Boston calling me? Aren't you from Boston? Yes, but. That's probably not in a 617 type of way. I get so many. I get about two or three calls every day from Kentucky area codes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, there's a chance that this is like family Hmm. who I don't want to get in touch with. But there's a chance it's spam. I got to be honest, if I picked up, I'd probably prefer the spam. But I just don't pick up. Yes, that's why that's why I just looked at it and put it down. But my dad called me the other day and said that he got a phone call to our house asking for me. And my dad was like, she doesn't, nobody named that lives here. And then he called me. I'm like, what's going on? Why? Who's looking for me? I'll find you. Okay, start your podcast. Did okay, we start I'll the start podcast? podcast? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hop off. Uh, I, I think we're maybe 15 minutes into the podcast. Already. Okay, Harry. <laughs> maybe. Um, I was going to, yeah, I had a couple Where things to talk going? to you about. Why are you leaving? He, okay, fine. He steps out. Yeah, he takes that's a good. job. No, that's good. That's good. It gets rid of the male gaze. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let me make you bigger. Why can I not figure out how to use a computer? There it is. Go ahead. There it is. Um. Well, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good, yeah. I was going to ask you about basketball. It is the off season, but it is a basketball podcast. Yeah, Do you, are you a Celtics fan? I mean, yeah. Can I just be honest with you? Basketball, mm-hmm. I came to too late in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm not as uh, – I didn't grow up with it. And so now I think the thing I appreciate most about basketball is, I mean, like, the culture around it is incredible. The conversations around basketball, Twitter, all of that. But I'm not – I mean, it's the sport I'm dumbest on, which, you know, as a woman – at the beginning of your career, you feel like you're supposed to hide. But now at this point, I'm just like, what if I just told everybody that I came to basketball late? Because I did. And so, uh, yeah, I, I love it. I watch it. And I talk about it. But I don't, uh, it's not like I'm a, I can't play it. I'll tell you that much. When they had me coach the All-Star, the Celebrity All-Star game, I was like, "What? how do you want me to coach a basketball team? Uh, because, you know, I take jobs that I'm given seriously. And then somebody was like, hey, I think it's just like a TV gig. I don't you do. I don't think you do any actual coaching. But we won the game. And so I coached. I'm a great coach. Did you draw plays? Uh, I tried to. And I said things like mouse in the house uh, because I thought that would make me, you know, I thought that was funny. But for that the most funny. part, I feel like um, my my co-coach, my – they. Said assistant coach, but uh, I feel like that's not enough credit. I feel like Paul Pierce knew a little bit more than I did. And so... About what? Basketball? Uh, well, it, yes, basketball. I don't know. And also other things, like oddly classical music. I felt like, you know, I just got that vibe. So anyway, he was like, look, I want to try some things. And I was like, who am I to stop you? You know, I'm the... They all want me to do it. But, you know, you you go ahead, youngin. You give it a shot. And so, look, uh, I would say he gets mo- maybe not most of the credit, but a lot a lot more, almost half the credit for the win. Yeah, I mean, up-and-coming basketball person there. Deserves a sure. shot. Yeah. When's a man going to coach, you know? You know, really, we don't talk about, about that enough. Yeah. yeah. That's an interesting idea. I don't know if. They're ready for it. You know what turned me off from basketball early? God, let's just get into it. Why don't we? I was given a nickname in second grade that's going to make so little sense to you and is going to, I think, even cause you a little bit of pain for tiny little me who was Italian and had maybe more 
facial hair than a little girl would. And I had, I guess, a mustache. But, like, it couldn't have been second grade, Katie. You must be misremembering this. It must have been. Let's say it was definitely elementary school. I remember the building. Fourth grade. Fourth grade. Sure, let's say fourth, because, boy, did fourth and fifth suck. Um, But... I'm okay. I ha- I was a little girl with a mustache maybe. And they called me Carl Malone. And he wasn't even the most famous guy with a mustache. And I couldn't even google it cuz there Google was like just about no, Google was way at no, yeah, Google <laughs> wasn't around yet. AOL might have been started. No, Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. It wasn't even yet, I don't think. I don't even know if... I think I was online in fifth grade. That's when I had an online boyfriend. A situation I look at very differently now through adult eyes. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Have you ever had that? Where you look back at your childhood yeah. and you're like, oh, I get why my mom was mad at me that, that day. That was grooming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get what yeah, was happening. Sure. I get what was happening. I understand mm-hmm. that man's screen name better now. What was it? Uh, C. Chavez or Chazez 69. 69, (laughs) I was in fourth or fifth grade. I didn't know. So anyway, the kids called me Carl Malone, which offended me because I didn't know who that was. And then when I found out who it was, and then I just was just like, well, then screw that sport because it's just full of meanies. People who like that sport are meanies. It's not true now, but that's what my childhood brain did. And that's that's called protecting myself. I mean, of all the athletes, they couldn't have picked, like, a NASCAR driver. They all have mustaches. Yeah. I, or, like, a baseball player. At that baseball time, baseball player. we had just gotten out mustaches. of a big era of mustachioed baseball players. Or even just, like, go, you know, with the Mario Brothers joke. They yes, didn't have to make it we all sport-based. It, yeah. And so it's, I'm really sorry. Uh, I used to be really sorry to Carl Malone, but less that now. Um, I but I don't really think anybody needs to exactly. be sorry for But him I at am all. sorry yeah. to basketball. I, I don't know. It's like if I ever gave you the vibe that I think I'm better than it, it's I'm not. It's just insecurity related to a very mean, a very sharp knife that was used against me as a child. I think that's valid um yeah no i i don't think at all that you think you're better than basketball i was just curious because you know know i'm not cool boston that's the thing yeah i know and it's like i that's why i feel like you have to i know i felt a lot of like not guilt it doesn't feel like the right word but almost like i don't know i got born into something that i'm like oh this would have been a great place for a basketball fan to have lived and so that's why now I try, I'm like really trying to be like, okay, show me what's up. Like I'm trying to learn about all the stuff you guys all like really know well about. I'm diving deep on because I'm like, I don't know. More well, let's about watch a that. game together next time I um okay come to New York. But the the, the, the I need great to know where about, to look. I need to know what I should be looking at. Yeah, because it's so in football. You you know everyone gives you the tips the of like when you were growing up, was, you were a kid, and they the were like, fun of football was like watching the different, it's the same thing with baseball yeah. for me, is like my dad taught me to watch baseball, and he was like, right now in the parts that seem slow, if you want to get really into the game, put yourself in the shoes of every player and be like, if I'm at second base and the ball comes to me in this situation, what do I do? If I'm in center field and it's a, it's like a shallow pop fly, what do I do? And so that's how I would fill this time because I've got ADD brain, how I would keep my brain busy in softball. That's why I played softball. You're like the like chess girl the- from that Netflix show. Yeah, but I don't know. I've never learned how to play chess. Well, but for baseball, it's more interesting anyway. Yeah, I guess maybe. You but would I'm look good with that, smart with that haircut. What? That? No. Are think you out about. of your mind? No, I'm serious. Can you, I need you to be careful because I am genuinely looking for somebody to tell me what I'm supposed to do with my hair, what my look is. You know how it was all fiction, but back on those shows that were on E! when we were growing up where they would give ladies makeovers, where they would like bring them to the hairstylist that would go, I know exactly what to do. My dream is to meet that hairstylist that's going to just go, oh, you're supposed to get a bang because of the way this is about your face and you should get face framing whatevers. I just want someone to do it so I can go, perfect. I love that. Thank you. Well, okay, let me ask you this. Through your whole career, because I feel like you've like literally dabbled in everything you can in media 
and made some of the most different and entertaining things out there. This is the nicest thing I've ever... Thank you for doing this. Keep going. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, didn't you have like a, a hair and makeup person? Yes. Because that's what I... I think about that all the time. And we were talking about this earlier. Like, how do people just know what to do? Like, I one day know. people wake up and they know. I don't know. My friend Every, taught me how to do... It feels like everyone knows. My little sister is 14 knows because she's online. She watches YouTube. At when did everyone get really good at winging their eyeliner? And why did no one teach me how to do it without looking like an idiot? Yeah. An idiot. I think that um, another issue with basketball, just to, to go back into it, is that all the things you're like, I need to learn these things. You guys, no, you don't. I miss on Twitter when it was... Wow, that guy had a really good game. This is fun. And we're everyone is having I let I missed when I didn't know by the percentage and the decimal point how well or poorly somebody's doing. Hmm. I miss just being able to talk about it without talking about the history and future. The percentages and the the yeah. like the stats. And that makes me sound pretty regressive and, and grant prosh, but it's like there was a element to this. And I also miss when before everything was like a precursor to a trade request. Yeah. Not even saying yeah. that these trade requests shouldn't happen, but it's just like we are so paranoid and desperate for this content that I miss basketball. So I'm going to encourage you to actually not know the the all yeah. the on-court situations because you can tell. I mean, that's the great thing about um, basketball not as many people to to keep track of on as football. Yeah. Um happens really fast. They miss a fuck ton of shots, you know what's wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you everyone can pick out a, a pick oh, yeah. and roll. Oh yeah, Ben like, Simmons you know, happened and I was like even me, I know that was really really bad. <laughs> yes. But that's all to circle back to the shows like highly questionable, the things that you've done, the molds you've broken. Those are so fun to me. When I was like just going back to like PTI even, um, you know, because Eric is like this lovely through line, yeah. Eric Rideholm, mm -hmm. who shout we both out. adore. Yeah, shout out to him always. Um, and his mind and what the talent he's been able to pick out and make and be on these shows. That was like for me in high school, college, like they were speaking to me because this was fun. And then especially with Around the Horn, it felt it just felt like it kept getting more and more different and fun and how sports should be covered. And then Highly Questionable goes away. I was I so Oh man, you're gonna make sad. me cry. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's just it feels I don't understand why this is like a giant bigger sports media thing because of the sites and that of, you know crumbled because of rich people coming in and buying them and not knowing what to do with them and not caring like good things good talent good ideas really just go and it doesn't yeah. make any sense and i can't wait for the day where i stumble into a bunch of money not sure how it's gonna happen yet open to marrying rich but don't really want to be married so like that's one avenue if you're out there God, you as Again, a rich, don't you as a housewife, be, I'd watch that. I'd watch every uh, see, episode I, of it, I every I don't single wanna... injected into my veins. Yeah, the actual being married part's going to be a problem. Mm, yes, I can foresee that. But how... you know what? A lot of those women are divorced and they're still on the show. It, exactly. No, that's you know? that's a good point. Um, I don't think I'd make good reality TV. But the second thing is like maybe I just For stumble me, into would. a lot of money. I find it. You know, okay, that, happens that happens in TV shows. Treasures, yep. Are you hunting time. at all? Am I for the treasure? Are you like oh, looking at maps and trying things Sorry. out, or are you just? I was like Kentucky brain. I was like, I don't hunt. I was, there's <laughs> no, nothing to hunt. No, no. Um, no, I'm not actively looking for treasure. If okay. anyone has any tips, I'm here. Okay. Um, one day I will. I'm sure of it. Me, hey, it happened to me. So go ahead. It'll happen to you. <laughs> Stumble on treasure. And I just want to form something that's like all of these people who had such good ideas without the um, obstruction of rich people who don't understand yeah. that if you just let a good idea fully be realized, yeah. really, really cool things are going to come well, out of it. I think it's starting to happen. I'm seeing it spring up in little places. Uh, the, the problem is, 
I mean, I don't want to say the problem is capitalism. I I, I don't want to. I don't want to go that hard in the paint for another well, maybe couple I'm weeks. You know, you I gotta know your wait. Audience I gotta wait right a little now. bit to, to have that fiery of a take. But it's just the the good talent that has broken through. It's hard mentally to step backwards that was a thing I had to get over in in quarantine because this quarantine and I mean this because I'm not still in it I know it's not still happening it's just the word I use to describe what I've already I'm trying to close as a chapter in my life Mm -hmm. of like the time we went inside for a while uh which I'm again still living I had to get through the feeling of like it's exactly what who was it that got an award the other night an Emmy it was the the woman who did uh I might Oh I might destroy I may just yes. She gave that quote about like if I uh don't be afraid to disappear for a while in this society being we equate being seen with being valuable. Essentially, I'm I'm fucking it up. But uh Wow, I didn't see this. That's yeah. really lovely. And it, it was like, yes, yes, that's exactly what I had to kind of learn. Over these last few, and through this course of this two years or how long it's been, I mean, is it almost March again? Feels like it. I have no idea what month it is. But over this course of time, I've also slowly had think like my my producer, co-host, best friend was laid off. Uh, HQ was canceled. And so it's been this very scary, slowly retracting. And like when pulling back like that has given me the time to kind of look at everything like look back and be like wow you've accomplished a lot it's okay to not keep going at this pace look at what you've done and look at what you've learned because if you don't learn lessons from that you won't be able to keep going on your path forward and so that somehow related to something that you said oh capitalism was the problem is that it's going to be it's harder for people to to distance themselves from the game because the game becomes money very quickly. And when you distance yourself from the game, which is obviously something that you have to get to a point to be able to do. That's what sucks right now is that there's a lot of people who have to work so, so, so much they don't ever really get to live. And that's not what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be that you've got a thing or you have a job, but you also have a life. And uh, I think that's why we're seeing so many people make their jobs, their lives, their jobs. Yeah, like absolutely. And that's that's some that's a realization I've come to in in a slightly different form during, you know, the last whatever year or two years. What are the other? You were talking about the things you've learned. What else? Oh, um, let me think. The the thing I've the biggest thing I've learned is something that I used to be attributed with that I would go that I don't think I'm doing that. That now I'm like, I guess I really did do that and now I need to commit to doing that. Is staying true to yourself. Uh, is not um like when ki- when I talk to high school kids and I don't do that a lot. Please don't think that I'm I think that I'm supposed to be influencing their brains mostly i tell them like none of this matters you're going to be totally fine you're probably cooler than them you'll find out soon uh but when i talk to them and they're like what do i do our college kids mostly when they're like what should i do should i go to a local news station and blah 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 blah." i'm like well figure out what it is you want to do i didn't watch sports and see a sideline reporter and go that's going to be me because i knew i wasn't pretty enough that sounds really bad but at the time growing up with what i was growing up with that's what it was i just I didn't see myself as that. The first time I saw myself on TV was Michelle Beadle. And I was like, oh. And that didn't make me think I could do it. It just made me think like, if I if I really put myself to it, I could do it. I'm not going to, but I could really do that. But I wanted to be funny. So I made YouTube videos. But I figured out what it was I wanted to do. And then I guess I kind of, not even consciously all the time, worked towards that. Because... If you want to be a reporter, it's a different path. You can take any, but really it's a shorter path if you go and focus on news. But I just kind of started a blog and then somebody found me because they liked my voice. They asked me to do video. I said no. I did video and then I, I 
got better at doing video and then I got to only ever do what it was that I'm good at doing. It was the thing about coming to ESPN that was hard for me at first was that I felt like they wanted me to become more like them. And they had told me they hired me because they wanted them to become more like me. And so I felt like it was a tug of war that I was losing and uh, I was going to lose why I'm here and what I'm supposed to do. And so I tell kids, pick what, find your voice first and then just start doing it because now you have the internet. Because you don't have to, the, the gatekeepers are still there, but they don't hit you as early as they used to. Now you can kind of get a little bit of an organic thing on your own. And then you've got to usually meet with the gatekeepers. But just like start doing it. Listen to yourself and know yourself and then kind of just go where that leads you if you can. And if you can't, there's uh, I can give you better hustle advice, which is, you know, just identify a lane and pretend to inhabit it. The the, you know, staying true to yourself thing. It's such garbage advice because it's like, what do you mean? I struggle with it a lot. You know, like I want to go in that space, but I veer out of it very quickly because I get anxious that this is not the right thing. This is not what people want. It is. This is, you know, so I don't know. Do you feel like it's easier for you? All I can tell you? you, the best advice I can give you is that it is because every time I didn't listen to that voice, I was wrong. Every time I was like, I knew I should have done that. I knew I should have done that. Or I knew I shouldn't have done that. You, you, anytime I felt like I, the listen to yourself or be yourself uh, was bad advice, I spent time learning who I was. Because to me, it meant if I'm not, if it's not clicking for me, then I must not know who I am. And so I would spend a lot of time being introspective and asking myself questions. And instead of beating myself up for like, you played video games for six hours today, I would say, why did you play video games for six hours today? And then me would say, well, because I'm not feeling like I'm making any progress and video games keep track of my progress. So at the end of the day, I can say, I didn't do nothing today. This machine knows that I leveled up 20 times. I'm 20 levels better today than I was yesterday. The day wasn't wasted. I can go to bed and do this again tomorrow. Well, what else has veered you from, you know, feeling like you're being authentic? Success. Yeah. Wanting to maintain whatever it is that I've somehow found myself with. There's a very scary thing where you've spent because look I'm incredibly online that's not uh like a secret I've I came up through the internet um Twitter is a huge reason why I'm here is because I I at its best I love it at its worst I hate it I think that's how things are you know and I've come up uh I don't know if I want to be so transparent to say how many of my at mentions percentage-wise I've probably read through my entire career, but it's high. I, I don't miss a lot. I, I take it in. And I, I've had very- Which is rel- crazy because you have like hundreds of thousands of followers, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's calmed down uh, action-wise. And I assume a number of them are bots because just you always should. Um, but I think I have like 500,000. But it's okay, like okay. you have six, six, twelve. That's what I meant. I didn't Which is crazy to just wipe a hundred thousand people same way. Out. I don't, I don't miss a lot. Like, and you know, my feelings get really hurt. And we always get this advice that's like, well, but you know, don't no, here's them. the thing. I'm gonna let me help. Let please let me give you this because I've gone through relationships with my at mentions where at, I was reading them because they were hurting me, and I felt I, I don't know, deserved to feel pain. I was reading them and uh, dunking on them. I was reading them and pretending I wasn't mad and saying I wasn't mad, but I was clearly mad. And now I'm at a place that is so much more healthy where it's probably because I became so isolated from actual people that I kind of used it. I gave, this sounds so weird and I hope I explained myself well, I gave it the benefit of the doubt when I was reading it every time. I tried it. 
of like, let me just pretend this is a per because there were a lot of times where someone would say something really mean to me and I would reply and they would go, oh my God, I've written you so many tweets and this is the only one you've responded to. I'm a huge, huge fan. I was only joking. It happens a lot. And now some percentage of that is probably just a bunch of people with no backbone who do hate me, but they were, or they were looking for attention, yada, 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 but I can forget them or forgive them. That's not a big deal. But there are going to be some people who genuinely just don't think about communicating and how to do it properly as much as I do. A person who knows they have a big platform and does not like to say things that aren't exactly what she means. <gasps> and so I'm like, maybe this person is, let me just pretend they're a family member, pretend they mean well, and give them the benefit of the doubt. And then if I'm going to make a joke back at them, now that I've been doing this for a while, Challenge yourself. Make the joke not on them, but on you or on something else so that you aren't actually dunking on them. You're just using humor to diffuse this bomb that's being thrown at you. And it has made my relationship with this website so much better because now I'm like, and if they're starting to piss me off, I'll go, I can go a whole day without checking Twitter. I'll scroll back when I'm in the right mindset and I'll check, I'll see my mentions, but I won't, I, I won't, I don't feel the like pull anymore. It's more like I do it when I want to do it, which is awesome. Yeah, it is. Well, there's definitely the pressure, like what you're saying about um, that show creator saying it's okay to go away for a while. Yeah, Michaela. I've never felt, I've literally never felt that. In the spring, I got off, Twitter for three months but since college it's felt like if you want your career to move forward you gotta you hustle. have to you have to be there you have to be present you have to be physically present in people's minds and um and I don't even know if it's fully a career thing for me or maybe even just a you know no I'm still I'm still doing things like you know <laughs> it's like like I don't know who I'm trying to prove this to but there are many many times where I feel like I would have gotten taken a break um if it weren't if I didn't think it would be so bad or hindering for my career it you certainly do and this is where capitalism always sneaks back in you do have to get to a point I mean I was incredibly fortunate with um I'm, I'm very grateful to ESPN for, uh, you know, signing me to a deal that they did, uh, that everybody had something to say about, and I'm sure will forever. Uh, it was great. And now I'm in a place where I can go, all right, slow down. And the thing that kind of made me realize that was like, you know, I don't know, it is still weird, though. It's still very scary to be like, what if you just stop and you don't start again? It's scary. I used to be, you're not going to believe me, I used to be, I used to have the greatest tanned skin. I was the tannest person of all of my friends. I like would go in the sun, never burned, and would get immediately beautifully tan for the ages that it didn't matter. Now, I because I worked so much on that YouTube show that I used to make alone, for two years, I didn't take a vacation. I didn't go to a beach. I didn't see the sun much. I wouldn't leave my house until I had to go work at a bar at night. And then I would go back and I would work on making a YouTube video that like a thousand people watched every day. Two years. I went out in the sun. On I went on a vacation. My first vacation was like, I don't know, after I'd been on TV for two years. I took a vacation. And I burnt my entire body burnt. And ever since then, I've been the pasty, pale, white girl. But I swear, like, it's, you just feel like you can't stop. You cannot take a break. I get that. You, I'm, this is, uh, like, I'm you a couple steps from now. You might not be able to slow down as much as, I mean, I am almost at a full stop right now examining my life and, like, figuring out my life. Yeah, but that's good. I think it is, but it's terrifying. And it's real. It's a real bummer 
for everybody that you're around. I went to a pro wrestling match last night because my boyfriend is the sweetest and he loves it. He just purely loves it. And I wanted to see it up close. I wanted to watch him love it. And it was as awesome as I thought it was going to be. But I was just, he kept looking at me and being like, are you okay? And I was like, mm-hmm. And he was like, what's up? And I was like, literally nothing. I was just so quiet. And it was at this like raw event. And he was like, do you love this? And I was like, I am, I am enjoying this so much. But my energy was completely wrong. And I was like, you got to understand, I'm not in peak in Valleyville right now. I'm in like, I got to maintain. I'm at a flat line for my own safety. But I'm taking it all in. And it's like, it feels, I like feel happier than I've, but then I can also feel real sad. You know, mm-hmm. I got to get out into the world. Pro wrestling is a good start, I think. Yeah, that's a just that's jump right off the say. cliff. Yeah, yeah. I also put my mask on and took it off throughout the night, and then I finally was like, "You're a dummy. This doesn't make sense." If either put it on and keep it on, or take it off. And I took it off because it was really hot in there, and I don't want to get sick. Yeah. Well, Can you make it you're... go away? Um, yeah, I've been trying to figure that out. Did you see that somebody like, hold on, there were like these celebrities. I, I have oh, retweeted God. any sentence that starts that way recently has been such a goddamn mess. Okay, so where is this? Sorry, I got to get through my soccer tweets. Okay, Eva Longoria, Alyssa Milano, Sierra, and dozens more celebrities call on world oh. leaders to end the COVID-19 pam- pandemic. Quote, unquote, now. What? <laughs> so basically. We have turned their brains into mush. We made them think that they are the most powerful people. Are they? Are they? the? Is Kim Kardashian a world leader? Well, you got to. I mean. Chris if- Was Chrissy Teigen on that list? Is that what you said? No, she is not part of this, but okay. I would not be surprised. But I've also muted every single. She's I'm just, not a fan. I'm guys, not a fan. A lot of times the people who are going to want to be on camera all the time are going to be narcissists. We just need to know that. And we need to. I'm not saying anybody is. I'm not alleging. These are two separate sentences. There was a period between that person we were talking about. I'm like the law and order disclaimer. Any resemblance this has to people you may know is purely circumstantial. There's some, you got, we got to get better at picking out the narcissists. Maybe you all need to date one first too. Um, it, it, once you do. Me? What? I've dated so many narcissists. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But oh. it, that's why you recognize these people. I <laughs> yes, mean society. I'm like, yeah, no, trust me. <gasps> you are a narcissist. I've dated You're a narcissist magnet. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize. To, I took it after your first time. Because I know you've had more. My big life-defining event is uh, something you've probably been through a bunch of times. How long after did you realize what happened to you? Yeah, after the first narcissist I dated, like, literally took years to fully grasp. Yeah, fully grasp took me a bunch of years. Yeah. A bunch of years. I think I told this on your podcast, but he's in jail. Yeah, I Googled him the other day. Good. His mugshot popped up. Good. Who got him? You should meet her. Pretty. Find out who got him there and meet her because I bet she rules. He's also married. Oh, well. Now. Well, okay. Am I going to see him on Love After Lockup, a show that I'm sorry I do watch? Um... I don't know. Is it in the Kentuckiana area? I don't know. I think it varies. I think you write in and say, I'm going to marry a guy from prison. You want me on your show? And again, back to this comes back to my point. Some people just really want to be seen because they're narcissists. It's going to be or a high percentage. We got yeah, to throw look, it in the mix. There's, Maybe plen- some there's people are other doing the reasons. Right there's other reasons. There are people who are doing this for any. There's a million reasons. But some people... You've got to think, if a narcissist thinks that they're better than everybody else and everybody seems to value people who do X, Y, and Z, they'll tr- they'll want to do that. Um, but the, when we listen to the ones that have big platforms, that's when I'm like, but they're only in this for them. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It's very funny, though, because the people that these celebrities are pleading with are also like you're if you're a politician, I'm sorry. You fucking love yourself. Yeah. 
You Every love, time Joe Biden tweets yes. something that's like, we need to stop taxing yeah. oh, um, rich people this small Look, amount and people, of money. But people like, reply dude, to be like, you he are can't, the rich person yeah, you are people, talking about. And the thing that bothers me is when you say that, people think that it's stupidity, that you don't understand that everything's paperwork and bureaucracy. No, I understand it. And I'm sick of it and I don't do you want me to form a new government to regulate our government there's nothing I can do except say hey if one of you wakes up and realizes that everything sucks how do we make it stop sucking because I can't wait for you and your paperwork a lot longer and why is there even still paperwork computers are a thing so get your government computers you should have the nicest computers and you should be going very fast to process things why is everything well, takes so long is for you? And then it's term limits. And then you're all mm-hmm. just ending up doing it to get reelected so that you can have the chance to do nothing. No, that's the <sighs> disconnect is that, you know, posturing and saying something on Twitter and then not doing anything because it benefits you not to do anything. But yeah, I mean, shout out to those celebrities um, for solving for, COVID. For telling them to just stop COVID. That's great. That is like the... And you know what is crazy? If this actually accelerates something, <laughs> that is maddening. And will it make me not, more mad or less mad? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, okay, me, it got that done. That make me more mad because... No, I, I, I want, think I'm at the point where I'm like, you know what? It got done. It got yeah. done. Just the, a million the or ends so justify the means. And- it, I want this thing over so badly because I want us to have. I don't know how we found more to fight about. We're at the point now where we're questioning all vaccines. I remember not that long ago when it was like a thing we made fun of Jenny McCarthy for pretty universally, and now we're at the point where it's like, well, now hold on, let's look into the polio. Va- what are we doing, guys? I don't want polio. So let's go ahead and use the powers of John Legend or whatever to make a CVS commercial to get a vet to end this pandemic. I don't want to wear a mask either. I don't. Yeah. It sucks. I put makeup on that part of my face and then I cover it with a mask. That sucks. What a waste of product. On a far less important note, that really has been difficult because if you want to do full face makeup and then you put the mask on, you take and the then mask you off. go somewhere where it's mask off and you're like, well, now my lip is gone and yeah, I need all I the mean, help a, I can get. I got I'm no a big upper lip. Lip gloss person and yeah, just completely. God, the inside of my mask. Sticky. Are, so point is, yeah. I don't want to wear it either. So let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Let's cut it out. Why don't you add your? You should add your name of onto the list. Oh, that's Eva it. Longoria, I just, this is why I'll never Alyssa Milano, be... Sierra, Katie and Nolan. Katie Nolan. <laughs> Call on world leaders to end the COVID-19 pandemic. Sierra. Now. <laughs> now. I love that now is in quotes. Like, that's the only thing that they... Jesus. We're broken. Yeah. We're broken as a society. Um, I want to ask you a question. Okay, I'd like to answer it. D- well, okay, so Joe Lacob is the Warriors owner. Yeah. And he are you aware of like the situation with Ben Simmons? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So yeah. I mean, I don't what I'm not yes. gonna assume. Yes. I'm anyway. saying I don't know how the game of basketball works, but I do understand the people who play it and the business of it, which like you said, I are starting to become I the think same. you're dramatically underselling yourself because okay. everyone I knows tend how to. basketball I yeah. do tend to do that. You you watch if you watch it one time, you understand how basketball works. And yeah, you watch just, it many, um, many, many more times. Yes. And if Put yeah. more energy into it than than that. Okay. Um, I'm a genius at it. What's yeah, your question? You're. Um, you have coached Paul Pierce essentially into knowing you, how to. Coach. I mean, I wouldn't say that, but people have. Yeah, yeah people. Many people, people are currently. Sorry. Um. Okay, so he got fined. Joe Lacob got fined because. Let's see how much did he get fined. Fifty grand. I mean, what's that to him? A quarter yeah. and a couch, but keep going. Mm-hmm. On Wednesday afternoon for violating anti-tampering rules. <sighs> the stupidest this is rule. This is what's crazy. Tampering is usually like some cheeky GM or owner. Like saying, Magic going on Kimmel or whatever he did and 
exactly. talking about whoever it was. Saying yeah. like, oh, I, you know, I just love how LeBron plays. Yeah. And then they're like, dude, you're tampering. You're not allowed to say that. Like, you can't say anything publicly. But we have why? rules for a reason. But why? Because they don't, they, they don't, everyone should have the same time frame in their mind. And there's a certain time where you're allowed to say um, but when you, guys sign within seconds of the time, it, you know. Yeah, everyone that you're doing. Everybody's doing it. Free agency before free agency. Yes. yes. Everyone's doing it. But, you know, they still don't want you to. It, the rules um, are the rules. Got it. $50, the rules are outdated, but I don't think they have another solution for that yet. Yeah. Um. So, Lakeup got fined. But what he actually said wasn't anything like, oh, I just think Ben Simmons is a really underutilized talent and in the right place. He said that he, quote, doesn't really fit what we're doing. As in, like, don't worry about the trade rumors. Like, he doesn't fit. I don't like him. Well, I guess you could say, I mean, it's a less fine. It's less than that magic fine, right? 50,000? Yeah, I him, feel like magic well, was at least 100. The mo- they gave him the most, but there's a cap on. Yeah. On fine. Yeah. But, it's, but I feel like that you could argue it was tampering with the market. In the sense that there are only so many destinations Ben Simmons could have because of the specific type of player that he is. And so ruling yourself out is almost as consequential as opting in. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good point. Um, and you you could always another team could leverage or, you know, the right. Sixers could leverage the potential like fake interest from a team. That's a good point. Um, I think he should be fined just for being mean. Yeah. That's like, look, don't kick me when I'm down. I'm down. He didn't need that. He's having a really bad time. People are mad at him for, you know, not being super confident in himself. Um, I just think probably everyone be nicer to Ben Simmons. I don't, I'm not really a a prayer. I mean, I don't, that does, that can't be the way you say that prayer. Cause that I don't pray a lot. Yeah. I don't really pray a lot. Not a big pray guy. I don't, I'm not a big prayer lady, but Mm -hmm. I, I, whatever my version of pray is for Ben Simmons to find a great therapist, like all the, I think about it all the time. I'm like, I really hope that he just ends up paired with some wonderful therapist because uh, when everybody's being mean to you, even if I know sports fans, he messed up, he did the bad thing, he made the mistake, it still is tough. It's still really tough. And if you ignore it, it comes back and hits you when you're not expecting it. And I just hope he's got someone helping him manage that. That's why, like, I know basketball took a big step forward and I think every team has a therapist. But I like, I'm like, that's, I'm that mental Which health lady that's like, that's not enough, it's not enough, good. it's not enough, it's not enough. That one person can't treat all of them. It's, no, you're it, not, you therapists need... won't even take, like, your friend. If you're like, oh, my friend wants a wreck, they're like, yeah. I can't disturb your universe yes. that I see you in. They're not a allowed to do that. A devastating thing is hearing my boyfriend talk about his therapist who sounds like the greatest therapist of all time. And I'm like, I can't go to him, but I want him because I need a new therapist. And I'm like, I know who it is. It's like comparing everybody to an ex where I'm like, yeah. no one's going to be Alan. He's not like Alan. And I have to go to a woman anyway. Point is, they all need, it, it, it's very hard. Being in the public eye right now is very hard. Uh, dealing with everything happening in the world right now, even if consciously you're not, you think you're not affected by it and you think it's not affecting you, it might be because you're not letting it affect you. Like everyone's kind of going through stuff right now. Some people have the space and the whatever that means, like financial safety or whatever, to go through it. And some people have to fight, are fighting to get through it. But it's something everybody's going to have to process. And so just Ben Simmons... Please get a therapist. And I hope every team has like multiple therapists or you should all have your own therapist that's like covered by the, I don't know, but everybody's got to go to therapy. Yeah. And also what, like, <sighs> I, this is my thing. What do people think is going on in his life that makes him hesitant in his job? Yeah. You know what I mean? What's, if you're what's been going on with you layup, when you when you have been given an opportunity to win and you shied away from it? Think about yeah, where you were mentally when going that happened. On. Yeah. But exactly. like also that's his, I mean, he, 
the thing, the reason I get jammed up is because whenever I say anything like that on ESPN, they're like, well, we can't. We're not alleging there's anything wrong with Ben Simmons. Everybody has a brain. We're alleging he has a brain. That's it. Yeah, and we're not diagnosing him with anything. Yeah, what I don't I'm saying know is what he's going through. I feel bad through, for him. But I think everybody's you know? going through something. That's I think yeah, everyone's exactly. just afraid to be. It's like, I'm not saying he's weak. Well, it's even it's even cause and effect. Like, yeah. I saw what Doc Rivers said about him, and Sixers fans were like, it's not that bad. Da, da, da. Whatever. At the end of, regardless, at the end of their season, he said, I don't know the answer to that right now when he was asked if Ben is the future point guard for the team. Any kind of that kind of public rejection, oh my God. I don't know how I'd act after it. I'd probably be like snarky and, you know, try to figure out how to come out on top. But every reaction he's had to it saying, I don't want to go to your training camp. I don't want to participate in team activities anymore. I want to be gone. Is that not healthy? Is that not a healthy yeah, reaction? You said like, you yes, don't want me to be your point guard. And so I don't want to be your point guard. Or you even alluded to it or you don't believe in me if a workplace didn't believe in me i'd leave no way way no yeah way. <laughs> That's i'm telling you you, you get you get caught you can get caught up in it you can get like it can feel like letting go is very i bet for ben simmons letting go of the idea that he is the sixers point guard is tough was probably tough for him to do on top of the rest of it even further letting go of the importance of basketball in your life there's no way to have a healthy relationship with the outcome of your 82 game season you are playing once every two to three days there's no way to have a healthy relationship with that if you can't separate and see yourself as a completely whole person aside from your job and there are entire industries that are built off of you playing that game like i have a job because lebron goes to work and plays basketball like it that's a whole this is like did you watch the naomi osaka documentary Mm -hmm. no she was talking about like there are so many people who depend on me to make money that if i don't do this I'm it's not just me it's this whole thing that's why I think like the the uh teams protesting and not playing during a game was like yeah that may feel small but I think making that decision would feel very big it could feel very 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 big oh absolutely absolutely but yeah I mean like everyone is any kind of reaction can you imagine if like this happened and you said okay well i really need to step away from this right now and it ends up being the news cycle for the next three months mm-hmm. and people could, are just i could i could imagine yes <laughs> cinematic parallels perhaps i could imagine could you imagine preparing for that could you imagine having to be prepared for that because that's exhausting that might be why i look so tired <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a, it requires like a, a a therapist, a PR team, a really long vacation, a nap. Yeah, a, the a nap. I think is the way I'm gonna go. It also requires the thing that sucks is that the place I go to like make jokes and and see what people are talking about. It sucks when I become a topic on it because then I'm like now like the thing I have to avoid is the place that I go when I avoid stuff. Mm-hmm. But. You know, that's why I ordered myself a big new Lego to build this uh, weekend because that's what, what I like doing. What shape is it? It's the, um, it's like the infinity stone glove. Mm. I'm making the hand. That would be me. hard to make in a Lego yeah. form. I have built a, a Empire State Building, Statue of Liberty, uh, a grand piano that works, a uh, Volkswagen bug van. Uh, the camper. piano works yeah like it's the keys move and it plays music and the pedals like actually adjust the but it's i mean it doesn't actually work you know what i mean i built it out of legos mm, I thought. um and the quinjet and i think that's it but i might be missing one. Oh, they're like my children no i'm kidding i'm not that nuts about it but it's just very uh what is it called? Flow. You can get in flow when you're just like mm-hmm. building and snapping. And it's nice to follow instructions. I'm at a period where I'm like, oh, this book wants to tell me what to do. Well, let me do it. So it is nice. I mean, that yeah, that's like a benefit of workout classes. I actually last mm. night in an attempt to de-stress did watercolor painting. How'd it and, come out? Well, my friend made one 
And she just painted this gorgeous, like, sunset, but it was almost, I hope you yours couldn't was tell, just like, like, was it blood. sand or was it sunset? It was just mm-hmm. gorgeous, like, yeah. blues, Real Bob purples, Ross. reds. Yeah. Oh, it was so pretty. I, I don't know. I was just like, I want to come see what comes from the heart. And I ended up painting a a banana and a pickle <laughs> okay. floating in clouds. And the the pickle is like has the devil horns and like little whatever you call the stick that the okay. devil carries. And then the banana has like angel, an angel thing and then the wings and um and yeah, they're in love. So the halo reaching. is an angel thing. Yeah, the ha- yeah. Mm-hmm. The halo and they're reaching toward each other. Okay. So. I mean, do they have human hands? Can I ask? No, they have like it's I drew a stick and then two two little sticks out. You know, they just have two fingers. I mean, I, I can honestly go get it. Yeah, um, can you? Actually? Yeah, I'll be right back. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> that's not for the podcast. Oh my god. Okay. So, yes, it's a pickle and they're it's a pickle and a and a banana and they're leaning towards each other almost like open and closed parentheses right and the mm-hmm. the pickle is the devil i don't want to editorialize but the pickle is the devil and the uh, i don't know if you mentioned the tail did you mention the tail before and the and the banana is no, the totally, angel i forgot i even did it and then there's a well you did it wrong that's probably why and then there's oh. so there's they're each on a cloud there's only three clouds each is there to hold something one's holding a pickle the one in the middle is holding a heart and the one on the right is holding the the angel banana the um okay so they are reaching but their hands are kind of like uh you know claws almost yeah no i can see it you don't need to i'll <laughs> say that i like the um texturing in the sky that's really nice it thank looks you. a lot like water but it, it is really beautiful thank you yeah so that was my how much uh, you asking for it uh, i'll give it to you for free you want no it way. i could never i would never ever make you work for me for free it's funny. I, I literally almost threw this away right before the recording. Nope. You keep that. Yeah. I'll keep it. I want it. For a rainy day. Yeah, I'll bring it when we watch basketball together. Um, I don't want to keep you forever. This has been lovely, but we I, do you play can. this game. Yeah, what's that's up? That's called, um, you know, like Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, mm-hmm. where you connect, you go through people and you connect them. Yeah. Mm. So... We want we do that with like NBA Kevin's. Mm. Now I'm not sure how you would get to Kevin Bacon through NBA Kevin. So what we were thinking instead mm-hmm. is you could do it since you're a dog person. Obviously, you could do it through um, a dog named Kevin, which is um, Kylie Jenner's dog. So could you get from Kevin? the dog to Kevin Bacon. Okay. Or we could just get Kylie, from the dog to anywhere, to anyone. We could Kylie Jenner's dog is named Kevin. Do I have to go to other dogs? No, you can you can make a human. So is Kylie Jenner's dog Kevin to Kylie Jenner one degree? That is a degree, yes. But you can also assume that Kylie Jenner's dog knows Kim Kardashian. I would I would say that's safe to assume. And she's probably s- the safest of them all to go up to to get to the next. So we're going to go from Kylie Jenner's dog, Kevin, to Kim Kardashian. And then from Kim Kardashian, we're going to go... to her for the reason she's famous Paris Hilton from Paris Hilton how many degrees am I that's three that's two because you went to Kim and then you went to oh so you technically do it counts I don't know if you count you do this this is your bit I don't really yeah (laughs) so from Paris Hilton we'll go I mean, we could go anywhere. I didn't mean that to sound as as misogynistic as it sounded. We'll go. She's from, just a well. She's she she's knows well a lot of people. Yeah, you didn't mean that. Yes. Um, we could go to. I'm trying to think of a niche. Why am I at Paris? Why am I hanging out with these people? Why am I spending any time jumping from a Kardashian 
to Paris Hilton. Instead, we'll go from Kim Kardashian to Kanye. I don't know if you know this, but they dated for a brief second. When? Yeah, it was recent, I think. Mm. And then from Kanye West, we will go to... um, Taylor Swift. Oh, wow. Okay, yes. Yes. Because, because, you know, people love Taylor Swift. People do love Taylor Swift. She's got a lot of girls in her girl squad, and I'm trying to get to Kevin Bacon. I don't think Kira Sedgwick was about this game is that I don't really know anything about, like, Kevin Bacon. I don't Mm, know. You'd think you you would by now. You really do think you would. I know. You know what? I actually, I don't want to make you give up. Wait, I'm close. I have a a much better suggestion that actually does have an NBA tie-in, but you keep going. Taylor Swift, who's in a commercial for Geico. Um, So then we go to, oh, wait, it's Kevin Bacon, who's in a commercial for that cell phone company about how if you sign up all your friends, then you get cheaper wireless every month. Mm -hmm. Done. Okay. I went from Taylor was- Swift directly to Kevin Bacon through commercials. Mm-hmm. That's all. So are you just saying the connection is that they're both on TV? Um, you're saying that? I'm <laughs> saying that they're both in commercials that I didn't think could afford them. Okay. No, I think that's fair enough. I have an NBA one now that I think should okay. be pretty easy. I guess. Go from Kevin the dog okay. to Kevin Love. I mean, that's very easy. Mm-hmm. Kevin the dog to Kim Carda- to Kevin the dog to Chloe Kardashian to Blake Griff no to Chloe Kardashian to not the most to Tristan Thompson to Tristan Thompson to Kevin Love mm-hmm. Tristan Thompson he's not still in the Cavaliers is he um no Kevin Love, very kind. Oh, he seems so kind. He's a remarkable person in person. You're just like, oh. Yeah, he seems nice. I mean, I like, I well, you know, it actually goes two ways. If you're going to wear, if you're a man and you're going to wear, or even just mask, I guess, and you're going to wear like a turtleneck and the suit combo, mm. you are either the scum of the fucking earth. Mm. Or you are an absolute delight. In a lot angel. of people are doing the rock now. And would pick now. you up from the airport. You yeah. know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Like, yes. Or you're the fucking worst. Yeah. But there's literally no in between. But yeah. he a definitely. A lot of people are doing that turtleneck with the chain over it. And I'm like, I thought we made fun of the rock for that very recently. I don't know about that look. Yeah. Actually, mm. I think I've done that. But Well, you're. It's different. I, I just was yeah. talking about dudes. Men. <laughs> yeah. Bros. Fair enough. Um, Mostly talking about Nelson on the challenge and Fessy. Oh, Let's you fix know, our actually, bonds. before you go, um, mm-hmm. Harry is trying to sell me on the show that I know you've been watching. So um, I just, if you have like a 20 second pitch for the Korean show. Squid where- Game. Watch Squid Game. I have done nothing but, here's your 20 second pitch. I've done nothing but watch TV over the last few months. I have Rewatched The Sopranos. I have watched shows I will never tell you that I watched. I've watched everything there is to watch. Uh, I'm just eating right now. I'm literally, you know, binging. Squid Game showed up on my... I scroll Netflix so often that the second it showed up, I'm like, this looks new. I watched the preview and I was like, this could be really good. First episode, it moves at an entirely different pace than you think it's going to from the trailer. But it's very smart. It's very intentional. It's gorgeous to watch. And it's fucking... It's weird and creepy. It's so good. It's so good. All right. There you go, Harry. Um... Did you watch the whole thing, Harry? No, I'm on I'm on episode five. Ah! Yeah, yeah. So you've already done the episode with the crazy ending, right? With the with the. Don't with say! The, no, don't no, say! say no, don't say! I didn't! I didn't! I didn't! Um, yeah, I did. We actually we had to watch. We immediately started watched the beginning of the. Beginning the, of the yeah, of the next that's one. it. Was it's exactly how they should do it. I binged that whole <laughs> thing in a day. I was like, this is so good. I stayed up till like four in the morning. I just did that with clickbait. It, what what did you think? 
Um, I I enjoyed it as an yeah, I enjoyed it. It entertained me. Yeah, the end. It entertained me. me. It entertained me too. There were parts where I was like, oh, that was good. It wasn't as shallow as like Manifest, which sucked me in in a way that I just needed answers. And I'm like, this is the, I wish I didn't give this my time. Clickbait, at least I was like, it was over, in and out. They didn't leave me with any uh, cliffhangers. And I was was genuinely surprised. Yeah, because it came completely out of left But you know who I thought it was. Yeah. But I bet you thought it was him earlier than most people because I did too. I I definitely did. I figured it out. First, yeah. no, literally, this is actually the good thing about dating terrible people is yes, that you them. find out in SVU or any show. I don't watch yep. SVU anymore. Me neither. I used to. I'm like, copaganda. I I'm know. not buying this. It really did change the way I could see it. But I did watch this other cop show, it. Clickbait. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I also watched Mayor of East Town. Yeah, whatever. Me too. I'll watch the- Me too. I'm just not happy about it, okay? But I- I've been watching the detective shows. Um, But yeah, I knew right away. I was like- yeah, you're you're a bad man. Mm-hmm. I can tell. Yeah, you can you see the signs because you had to learn them through for survival. Still, You've got to identify them. I told that. I was like I feel like I've checked every man from like a list I can't even picture in my head, but I think every time I meet a guy I'm like this good? Are you good here? Are you good here? Check that pocket. Okay, you can come in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which isn't fair, but it's also like, look, I got to look out for. No, that is fair. I, I mean, sussing out me. like all kinds of things. There's this TikTok that um, this guy like pretends he's on a first date and he'll drop things, um, you know, just to make sure the person's like not problematic. That's like me and mommy issues. I'm like trying to get, do you mm. have mommy issues? Like, because mm. I, I really can't do that again. Is that the source of the. Or is that just like one known source? Because that makes perfect sense in no, my it's life. Almost always mommy issues. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, they take mommy <laughs> issues out on others, and we take daddy issues out on ourselves. Huh? Pretty cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's that is so- actually such a succinct way to Yikes. say what goes wrong. Yikes! <laughs> oh. oh my god! Wow. All right. Anyway, we've solved relationships. Um, yep. Thank you for being on Spencer's. Thank you for talking about sports so much. I mean, I really feel like I brought some of the knowledge. If it was a lot for you guys, you could have taken notes. There won't be a test, but, you know, just make sure you don't forget any of that uh, industry-leading analysis I provided you with there. Spencer's is hosted by me, Haley O'Shaughnessy, and Jordan Liggins. This episode was produced by Jordan, Isabel Jocelyn, Harry Krinsky, and Alex Ward. Our production coordinator is Devin Shepard, and our executive producers are Peter Moses, John Yales, and me. Hi, y'all. It's Brendan from Bethlehem, PA. Um, (laughs) I'm very worried about... um, Tobias Harris feeling comfortable with Ben and Joel, like stealing the show so he can really thrive through the playoffs. Okay. Uh, thanks. Cheers, y'all.